wake up with the sun And struggle through the day And every passing moment Watch a lifetime slip away But never wonder why I don't know what the hell we were talking about. Well, basically I was just going to um, say with everything that I have learned along the path that, you know, my whole life has led to where I am today, but the knowledge of that statement was brought to me by you with everything that you've brought to the table. And it's so funny how in a lot of ways, the things you say, I've never heard as far as all of the research and all of the history and, and the reason to the rhyme of the knowledge that you bring, but it's funny how I've always been like, okay, yeah, yeah. I've, I've been completely open to it. Where I've been, I guess, necessarily with my my life uh, on the cusp of, thir- I guess I'll be 30 in four months, no big deal. You're old, man. Yeah. You're old. Well, uh, no, I guess the, I, you reach a pinnacle, a decade, keep, you change a decade, you start to think about what you've done with the decade you had, and I had two. I guess so. So, I didn't. I didn't stop long enough when I was thirty to think about that. Oh no! I good I, to hear that you're reflecting though. I, I maybe I'll do it at forty. <laughs> I'll have another chance. I think about it, but uh, I've done. I, I I did my thing to childhood. It was ups and downs. High school probably could have done more with that. Went to college for about two weeks, and uh, said, "Nah, not for me." Ended up in the military. Did amazing things. But it never really felt right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Then I get out. I go into the normal real world, which, sidebar, the military doesn't really prepare you for when they pluck you from like high school and right. you never actually did anything. And then all of a sudden you're a grown-ass man when they let you out. And you've done all of this really great stuff for the military, but now you're just, you're like a dog off his leash yeah. in, the, in the real world. So I've been the dog off the leash running around going, I have a skill set. I have the ability to do this, that, and the other. But I've just had uh, so many distractions, noise in my brain, what you should be doing, what you thought you were going to be doing, what do you want to do, all of that. And just recently, with what the knowledge that I've learned is about, I knew it before, but now I'm practicing it. Positivity, uh, self-awareness. Uh, balance balance to you can think this way you can think this way and then the self-control to decide how you're gonna use the energy to even think just to have a thought now i've gotten to the point where if i have a negative thought i go let's balance that with a positive thought and then you go why am i even thinking negative and then you stay positive Mm -hmm. and i'm now sitting in a place where like i'm getting um, everything I ever wanted out of life in the sense that uh, I'm achieving goals that I had set for myself. I'm happy. I sleep better. Um, Are you dreaming more? Oh, yes. Ashley and I dream a lot more than we ever did before. For years, I didn't dream much. The dreams actually mean something. Right. You you have like a... This is how I dreamt ever, ever in my whole life really is I have like a crazy dream and then I wake up and I'm like, man, that was a crazy dream. I can't wait to tell somebody about it. I never remember the dream. I won't do it. It just, it was there, it was gone, I'll have a flashback. I have a few dreams throughout my life that I remember, and I can tell you why I remember those dreams. Now I have those dreams all the time. I have a dream I wake up, and two days later, 
I'm in a moment in my life and I remember the dream I had mm-hmm. two days before and go, oh, okay. It's it's almost like lucid dreaming. I'm yeah. not in control of the dream. You know what I think that comes from? I, I think uh, the more we wake up, the more we activate our third eye, the more we're able, and again, one of these spirals, the more you wake up, the more you are able to use your imagination. And the more imagination you get, and the more you use it throughout the course of your day, and the more you meditate and use it to envision things, the better your dreams get. And the more vivid your dreams get, and the more active your dreams get. And then you wake up with these vivid dreams to recall, largely. Mm-hmm. And then, guess what? Your imagination works better, so then you wake up more. You know what I mean? It's just this, this again, it's like art. It's like your imagination, your third eye. These things are all connected. And what I, what I think happens is, as I've become more mindful of my emotions throughout the course of the day and, what, and my thoughts and what's going on, that when I, I think we talked about this the other day, I wrote about it was, um, and then it's like when I meditate when I'm going to sleep and I, and, and I just, my meditation just deepens when I, uh, when I get to sleep. Meditation just deepens when I get into sleep and I just still keep thinking about the same thing or dreaming about the same thing or whatever. And then the next morning I'll wake up and remember going, you know, most of, most of the time you don't remember going to sleep. But I'll lay down and meditate and start thinking about something, whether it's, you know, if I'm reading a book or, or thinking about a, a podcast or doing whatever. And then I lay down and then my dream just slips in from there. And it just, my meditation deepens. And then I wake up and I go, oh, wow, that was an interesting experience. And I can recall the whole progression of things. And it's like you get your subconscious more in tune, more uh, harmonic with your, with your waking consciousness. And then there seems to be only a little bit of difference you just get more restful while you're asleep but your your, your brain's constantly activated it, it 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 has to be something that connects like every oh that was a crazy dream right no that was your consciousness creating to you like oh, oh i was chased by a giant spider you know you've heard every crazy dream story right like that came from you yeah like that came from something inside that's the crazy part so that's the crazy part memories we tend to take memories for granted and go oh well i'm just remembering these images in my dreams or whatever don't let's not take that for granted right because this is your brain recreating an image of something that you can see and experience all over again from data that's no longer existing in the universe right i mean you saw saw a bird fly off of a branch or you you know you meet graham hancock for the first time that that situation is no longer real it's no longer happening on this planet, mm-hmm. but it can still be recounted and replayed in your head, and you can still learn lessons from it and figure it all out. That's a beautiful, crazy, amazing thing, and it's powerful. And that's where I think like the power of psychedelics and the power of dreaming is so impactive, or so it could be so impactive on your life. Is you when you have a psychedelic experience, dumb dog, when you have a psychedelic experience, you you have an experience that's just as real to you as one that you would have in the real world. Just as transformative. You, you in a lot of, a lot of cases, it, it hits you emotionally and psychologically deeper than more real than something here. Than a real situation. Yes. Yes. And people yeah. who don't take psychedelics don't get that, right? But you can learn crazy lessons and analyze information you can't see. I've always said, uh, I I took mushrooms for the first time in high school. And I was probably 17 years old, and I ate a ton of mushrooms. We, all, we, we had a bag. We all spit them into <laughs> handfuls, and we ate them. And everybody's losing their minds in the sense that they're seeing colors, and they're talking about this great vision they're on, and they're having this blast. And I yeah. think a good hour went on, and I sat down, and I'm looking out. We were uh, on a body of water, and my buddy sits down next to me, fully 
accepting the trip that he's on. Mm-hmm. It's my very first mushroom trip. He put his arm around me. He's tripped before. And he goes, you okay? And I said, no. I'm mad. I'm, I want to see all the stuff you're seeing. Like, I'm just chilling. Like, I'm... I was so deep into it, and it hit me so much that he goes, look, you're you're experiencing it. You're, yeah. you're having this visions. You're there. And I said, no, I'm not. And he goes, what color is the water right now? It's 1 o'clock in the morning. It's middle of the night. Mm-hmm. I said, pink. Obviously. And he goes, what color is the sky? I said, green. Oh, my God, the water's <laughs> pink, and the sky is green? And it had just overcome me. That I didn't even, I wasn't even aware of where I was at. And then I just went on this wonderful, young, probably too young, not abiding by the rules of everything, just just embarking on a journey. And I woke up the next day and I had a saying that I said to my buddies when we all kind of come into our grips of what we had experienced. A lot of us, it was the very first time. And I was like, I would put those on a pizza and give it to my mom. Like, I feel like... yeah. That was great. That was like I've said something fun. just like that. I won't repeat it on on air, but I've said something a lot like that too. Yeah, like I would give this to my loved ones if 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 everything you know was yeah. safe and all that. Yeah, it, this it, is something that everyone should experience. Every every adult, every responsible, consenting, healthy adult should work with psychedelics at least a couple of times. Well, I believe in New Mexico, they're not legal in the sense that you can't sell them, grow them. You can't go to a store in New Mexico the and buy them. No, 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 not even the churches. But if you are treating depression, you are allowed to use mushrooms. In New Mexico? In New Mexico. Really? Yes, they microdose mushrooms in New Mexico. <sighs> what a beautiful... Legally. What a beautiful thing. And there, go, go read. It is uh, people that take a half a gram of mushrooms every day, and I, I don't know how much you've taken mushrooms day to day. Uh, I took a gram of mushrooms every day for two weeks. Okay. By like the third or fourth day, they don't do anything. They do. Oh, they do. But you're, you know, day one, you're like, you know, seeing things, and then by day two, you're like, it's balancing out or what? All right. And then all of a sudden, by day three or four, yeah, you're bounced. You, you take the mushrooms, and you feel everything. You might not have visuals. Yeah, sure. But what you do experience is the wonderful upbeatness. And positivity, clarity. Yeah, it, it takes everything. It drowns so everything. Else I've out. microdosed, you know, a few times. Um, I've done like, uh, you know, ranges from like like three quarters of a gram to one and a half grams. You know, which is not a, not totally a microdose for some people, but if you know, if I've had my tolerance for mushrooms has been at a decent level. Yeah, at times, you know, but uh, you know, for what what I saw was. It gave my brain access to a lot more information uh, in the course of my thoughts. So when I was trying to look at problems, and that's to me, that's what microdosing is best for, is looking at problems in your life. Because uh, I don't care what anybody says, man. You eat five or six grams of mushrooms, and there's not a whole lot of talk about what's going on in your physical life. That is not the time or the place. <laughs> yeah, you're not in the here and now. You're at that not point in the time. here and now. You're not of this realm. You're not thinking in these terms. In fact, you know, I think the first time I took like seven grams of mushrooms, I was just thinking like, my physical body is the least important thing in the world right now. There's nothing in the world less important than my physical body or any concerns that it has right now. Like what I'm doing is so much more important in this moment. I'll get back to that and it has its time and place, right? And I came back going, "Wow, this is it's a very interesting place to be." But 
on one and a half grams or one gram, I was doing the kids' laundry, and I was going to put their laundry in their in their uh, their drawers in their dresser, and I and I just started to kind of toss them in there or whatever, and I was just kind of you know doing it out of habit and kind of a hurry, and then I uh, realized like, hey man, slow down and do this with love, you know, like take you know take yeah. your kids' stuff and set it in there and just picture them going to pick it up and they have their clothes nice and. And, and flat and laid in there all nice and neat and everything. All and that that giddy happiness that it brings along, it got into your brain. You weren't like, let's just throw clothes everywhere. Like a lot of those stipulations and stereotypes, you all of a sudden were just being overwhelmingly positive. You're yeah. putting clothes in a drawer With and you're love. going, hey, I'm going to, next time they open it, like, damn. Yeah. You know, look at this. That that That's exactly what they're doing and using it for. And when you go on that seven gram trip like that, you're not doing laundry. You're not doing laundry, <laughs> but what you're doing you're is you're doing a different kind of laundry. You're you're learning about yourself. You know what I mean? You're. It's almost like we talked about just two seconds ago. It's it's not almost. It is um, dreams. Like it's all coming from you. Yeah, and, yeah. And so with mushrooms, man, if you are taking those things, not the never would say like take them and go to a party you'll have the best time ever yeah it's a you have recreational to take them. recreational use of psychedelics is a disrespect to the to the to the plant i think and, th- and that was my first time was with a group of people i don't right. know if i ever did them ever again with more than one other person yeah. and me and that other person were on the same page before we even ingested any is that we know we're about to trip right i, I want to be in a place where I can, you know, do my thing, you do your thing, and there's not any other stimulants because I think that's what it's about a lot of times when you take psychedelics, any psychedelic. Um, it's about you. Psychedelics are not there to stimulate your outside environment and make you have more fun at a party. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? They're about, uh, you'll have more fun than you ever had at a party, drinking or, or anything like that by yourself in your living room sure. taking a, a gram of mushrooms for the first time but you have to know it's a reflective thing it is yeah it's uh it's it's definitely a reflective thing if you use it the right way and i think that's the best way to use it you know well it's a tool it's a tool it's something to be worked with because there's nothing that you can do that can turn a spotlight inward I think as effectively and as consistently as psychedelics like meditation does that and there are other altered states of consciousness you can get into from like chanting and being in like a hot tent and stuff like that like those uh, uh, I forget what they call them those, those spirit what are those tents called that they heat up the stones everybody it smokes the whole thing up I can't remember but there's lots of different ways to get into a different altered state I just I couldn't I've heard Sam Harris say this too that uh I don't think I could do it. I'm not cut out to be a meditator. Like I meditate now all the time and it's, it's, it's easier now because I'm kind of in the flow, but like Ashley had no problem. She, Haley had no problem yeah, just sliding, they, sliding into meditation and it's just, it, their, their, their right brain is just made for it. it without psychedelics, I never could have embarked on this journey. No, it never would have started. It never would have started. We meditated the other night for the first time together, like held hands. Mm-hmm listen to a meditation actually template so, so we had somebody kind of That's helping helpful. us along guiding and giving us instruction which i having done yoga as long as i've done it i appreciate it yeah yeah i could do yoga in my house in my living room all by myself it's not the same as when i got somebody there 
giving me that guidance. That meditation gave me the weird. I went to the weirdest. It was pulling toxins out of my brain. Yeah. You know, it was breathe in and then exhale the negative. And as I was exhaling the negative, dude, I was like literally having negative emotion start to come up and push out. And it was hard for me to want to even do it the second time. And then I did it the second time and it got easier. And I was like, oh, it's just like yoga. First time, almost like with yoga, with meditation and yoga, it sounded silly, mm-hmm. you know. And then when I did meditation, having the appreciation for yoga, then all of a sudden I was really giving it my all and I was feeling all that negative come out. Mm-hmm. And with that sense of self-awareness and living in the moment and being positive, it was one of those things where I was almost, I don't know if I want to do it again. And then I realized I had stuff I needed to to work on, work on, clarify, um, get rid of. You know what I mean? It's almost like taking the trash out sometimes. Yeah. That's what I, now that we do it as often as we do it and we practice it, which I still am not like looking forward to meditation at times. Yeah. Um, it's been such a helpful tool yeah. of self-growth that it's like when you, you stop working out and you've been somewhat active in your life and then you go like forever and you're not working out and you're like, and I gotta well, work out again. Meditating really is like that. Yeah, it's it's working out. It's like going to the gym. We go to the gym, but we also meditate, you know, mm-hmm. and we talk about meditation far more than we do the gym. You know, like a lot of people come home from their workout and even we do this, I'm like, Yeah, I got a good shoulder workout today, you know, and she's like, Oh, I got a good butt workout. Yeah. But like we, we spend more time talking about she's like, Oh my god, I had this amazing meditation session. It was like thirty minutes long and I just, you know, saw the whole world and saw my life and I was going into these areas of my life that need to be changed and worked on and and we spend a lot of time talking about what, what we find on meditations. I meditate, it's it's just hard for me to set my brain into that place. It it's like uh, writing a song for me. You know, it's it's difficult that I'm in or, or rare that I'm in the place to just go, I wanna go meditate. So I read, I read, you know, I read something moving or I'll listen to like Sam Harris's video, It's Always Now. Mm-hmm. I'll listen to that, kind of get my mind set into that place where I have work to do and I can go find it. Or the, the Pale Blue Dot from Carl Sagan. I'll listen to that and get there. Or I'll read some of the uh, the Emerald Tablets of Thoth, which is my favorite way to get into a meditative state. And that's 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 what it is. I'm, I'm with you. I, I think I'm more tuned to the way that you do it than the way the girls want to sit in a quiet room and and do the actual meditation but i think it it's the same thing as long as what you're doing is channeling and controlling Mm -hmm. everything it's 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 a a consciousness it's awareness and sometimes i guess like me and you our brains are going it's hard all the time that to sit it's it's work i mean it's a workout Mm -hmm. to sit quietly in a room and focus on just breathing and nothing else nothing else yeah focus is everything and concentrating on your breathing i've realized recently how many things that i've been talking about with you know with you and everybody else uh as far as mindfulness and being positive in your life like keeping yourself in more of a positive state of mind it all starts with your breathing just just focusing your breathing if nothing else, if you're having a panic attack, if you're having, you know, if you're, if you're depressed, if your heart's beating fast and you don't know why, if you feel 
disempowered or unmotivated or uninspired, just stop and focus on your breath. And slow your whole vibration down. And it just creates a harmonic flow in your body between your, your spirit, your body, your mind. And I think that that's one of the things that, you know, you can do as a, as a practice in every area of your life and make a change. But I still don't think that I ever could have gotten, I guess maybe if somebody would have, would have taught me that, that would have been helpful in meditating. Because, I mean, that's like the first step of any decent meditation, I think. Mm -hmm. um, but back to the Sam Harris claim that, you know, he, he never could have gotten into the mindset to meditate or find a numinous divine place in, in, his, in his psyche without psychedelics. I think I might have been, I might be that way too, or I might have been that way. And I, I think psychedelics are important for that reason. Because if there are people who can't get into that mind state, right, a mindful state, I mean, without the use of psychedelics at least a couple of times, until they can find it and put a marker in it and get back to it, it's kind of important to let those people use whatever tools available to them yeah. to get there. I was thinking of an example earlier about the importance of psychedelics. And I was thinking, like, just to use a really absurd example, which is usually the easiest way to do it. Just imagine that the government wouldn't let anyone have water. You couldn't buy water. You couldn't sell water. You couldn't possess water. But we need it to, for our physical bodies to survive. So the government, you know, allowed certain companies to sell, like, a Gatorade-type beverage, a sports drink, high-fructose corn syrup, electrolytes, sodium, a bunch of artificial colors and flavors and all that stuff. So you're able to buy Gatorade and Powerade and whatever else Coca-Cola is putting out in the form of smart waters and stuff like that with a bunch of artificial additives and stuff. These additives cause problems for our, our kidneys and our bloodstream and our neurological system and they cause cancer and all this stuff. But this is all we can have. The government says we can't have water. You're going to have a lot of dehydrated people, right? You're going to have a lot of people with kidney problems, a lot of people getting cancer and all this stuff. But we have to have some sort of hydration to survive, so we turn to the man-made alternative stuff that we're allowed to have. Now, God forbid you ever decide that you want to go venture down to a creek, you know, yourself with an empty Powerade bottle and go fill that thing up full of water. And then you get arrested, thrown in prison, right? Or you don't, and you go start drinking regular natural water, and uh, you stop drinking the other crap, and you do this in secret. And all of a sudden, the fog starts to wash away. And all of a sudden, you can see better. Colors become brighter. Relationships get better. You're not grumpy all the time because you're dehydrated and got a bunch of toxins in your body. So you're a nicer person. You start caring about people more and start doing good deeds for people. You become more mindful and start putting your priorities in the right place in your life. And you do all this stuff. And I see psychedelics as spiritual water. We are literally starved of psychedelics. Like we, we, are given, we are given religion or science as our man-made supplement or, or substitute for a spiritual experience. And just like we need water to survive, we, we need to understand our spiritual presence and be able to manage it properly, to survive spiritually, to thrive spiritually. But instead of having natural water in the form of psychedelics, we get man-made artificial Powerade religions that come with all their additives and all the extra toxic crap that damages our body, you know, our spiritual body and our spiritual actions and have a lot of messed up backward thinking. And then you have, yeah, 
Dude, you've that. You know what I mean? That's a fantastic. We're literally st- we're starved of pure, cleansing, refreshing, natural from the universe spiritual experiences, and we are given man-made artificial substitutes that do more damage than they do good. It, it, to speak to it is a fantastic point. Like that is one of the best analogies that I've heard. Yeah. It makes so much sense. Yeah. So that that's in a nutshell. I guess we covered dreams psychedelics, a little bit about balance, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But if nothing else, take away from this that psychedelics, when used by healthy, responsible, consenting uh, adults... Mm-hmm. It's a tool. It's a tool. It's a beautiful tool when used properly. Like anything else, right? We can, we can abuse caffeine. We can abuse nicotine. We can abuse cannabis. We can abuse... You can wake uh, up chicken from wings. a drunken stupor and go, I'm never going to drink alcohol again. You yeah. can learn from you learn, yeah, yeah. situation. But I'll tell you what, man. The, the potential positive effects of alcohol, the potential positive effects of nicotine versus the potential positive effects of psychedelics or cannabis, there's just not a, there's not a conversation. Yeah. There's not even enough common ground to even have a conversation or a debate. So, so uh, go away with that, guys. Uh, pay attention to your dreams and uh, try to practice... Being in a state of mindfulness, mindfulness on a daily basis so that whenever you do start to dream, if you're meditating, you can just slide into those dreams and take them wherever you can. And uh, life will become a lot more beautiful, vibrant, colorful place to be. You got anything else? No, man. I love you all. Thank you for watching. Uh, once again, comment, like. This, is, this has been a fun conversation, and I can't wait to uh, continue it on. Absolutely. All right. May the light be with you. May life be within you. And may you be a son on the paths of all men. God bless you guys. Have an awesome week. Can we wake up from this dream and build a world we plan to keep with the damage we've sustained already?